I'm TJ, and this is Real Talk Sports. Sadly, my partner Will couldn't make it today, leaving early for spring break. This We won't be here Friday, as a matter of fact, because of spring break. But we, uh, we do have a good show playing for you do today. Well, I do. So, starting us off with GW Sports, as our usual. So, the women's basketball team is still going on, and they actually beat Winthrop yesterday to advance. And now they take on number two, Radford, tonight. An interesting game. Women trying to survive in order to hopefully win the championship and get an automatic bid in the tournament. But right now the women are looking good. I think this will be a good game. As long as they keep up what they did at Winthrop, I think they have a chance to upset Radford here. and That's going to be a huge thing here. So it's going to be interesting to see how they play tonight back-to-back. -back. You know, it's hard to do that. I mean, we saw even men's basketball have trouble doing that. Like, Winthrop, went, Winthrop was projected to win the Big South. Next... They beat Gardner-Webb men, and then they went in and got and lost to Liberty. Not to mention the fact that they also didn't score twice as much as they usually do. They scored less. With, so it's going to be interesting to see how they do. Gardner-Webb baseball team is looking really good. They're 10-3 and three now. They go at Troy in game one of three tonight, Troy being 8-5. and five. And it's interesting because... The men have gotten even better since game one, and they have really stepped up. It's interesting to see, still being led by Chandler, with a batting average of 5-0-1. So it's pretty impressive to me. Also, softball will go to Campbell tonight in game one of three. They play here at Gardner-Webb. So to those Gardner-Webb students who haven't left yet, and you want to check that out, be our guest. All right, so automatic bids. We're going to the college basketball now. We're going to start with men. Automatic bids in the 2018 NCAA tournament. Last week and so far this week, there have been people who have clinched an automatic bid into the big, to the big, an automatic bid to, oh my gosh, an automatic bid to the NCAA tournament. Going to the big dances, Radford, who won the Big South Conference over Liberty, they clinched their first automatic bid to the NCAA tournament since 2009. Also, we have Lips come to win their first ever Atlantic Sun Conference Tournament and will go to the big dance for the first time ever. Congratulations to them at a record of 23-9. and Michigan wins back-to-back -back Big Ten Championships. They get an automatic bid. They upset Michigan State, Purdue, and they ended up winning the Big Ten Championship. So Michigan is definitely a team to look out for, as well as Gonzaga, who got their sixth straight automatic bid after winning their sixth straight conference tournament. Since 2013 up to now, they have been they have won their conference tournament. The only team to win that conference is St. Mary's, who has won two of them. Gonzaga has won the rest in the 2010 decade. With that being said, the other schools that have autom clinched automatic bids was College of Charleston, who won the Colonial Conference, Wright State, who won the Horizon, Iona, who won the Metro Atlantic Athletic or MAAC, Loyola. Chicago, 28-5 from the Missouri Valley. Murray State out of the Ohio Valley Conference. LIU Brooklyn out of the Northeast Conference. UNC Greensboro from the Southern Conference. UNC Greensboro is a team to look out for. They've upset a couple of teams, including those two, two of them being from the, in, from the ACC. So, also, South Dakota State and Gonzaga. Gonzaga, other than Gonzaga and Michigan, I think that Oh, also, Bucknell won the Patriot League. So with that being said, though, I think the team that can do damage other than Gonzaga and Michigan, 
I really want to say Lipscomb, and as well as UNC Greensboro. I think they can pull up some stuff here. Radford also has a pretty decent team, led by Eric Pope, Eric Pope Jr., who led the team in scoring. He's a freshman who has done well leading this team, and as a result, Radford will be going to the big dance. We don't selection for the NCAA tournament will be on Sunday. It's called Selection Sunday because other conferences are still in their tournaments, like the ACC, the Big 12, the SEC, and the Pac-12. Speaking of which, we've also got NCAA um, conference tournament picks later, but number one and number two seed predictions. So, okay, so for the NCAA tournament, here are my number one seeded predictions. There's four total for each. Um, number one, Villanova, Purdue, Xavier, and I'm going to go with Kansas. My number two seeds will be Duke, UNC, Gonzaga, and what did I say here? Oklahoma. <clears throat> no, that's wrong. Whoa. Texas Tech. So before we get into the picks, San Diego State University. I'm sorry, San Diego University head coach Lamont Smith resigns after being arrested. He was arrested in charges from a domestic violence case. The case, the charges were dropped, but still affected his career. And as a result, he resigned in order for the confrontation to leave the university and not the basketball team. And on other news, University of Pittsburgh out of the ACC fires their head coach, Kevin Stallings, after going 0-16 in the ACC conference this year. They only won six games this season. With that being said, it's time for the pick. Starting with the ACC tournament, the winner of these two games play each other in the ACC championship. First, we have number three, Clemson, 23-8, taking on the number one seed, Virginia. By the way, if it's number three and number one, that means the seeds in the tournament, not their ranking in the top 25, because Clemson is not number three. With that being said, though, I'm going to go with Virginia. It's going to be a very close game. Virginia's defense is going to play out a big part in this, and that's what to watch out for. It'll be a good one because Clemson's going to give them a fight. I think Virginia wins it, though. Duke and UNC meet for the third time this season. The, the series is tied at 1-1 one to one right now. UNC won the first battle. Duke won the second battle. And now they're going to battle again. I'm going to take Duke by three. I really think that this is not going to be an easy game. I think that Duke... Both Duke and UNC have the potential to go to the conference championship and win, actually. But I'm going to go with Duke in a close game. I think Duke has the big stature here, the, the depth to overtake UNC in the end. In the Big 12 tournament, number four, Kansas State, takes on the number one seeded Kansas, who is 25-7, led by Devontae Graham, who is up for the Wooden Award. So I'm going to go with Kansas. I All the... Although that Kansas State has been a decent team, and they need this win if they want to have a chance to get in the tournament. But Kansas State has not beaten Kansas in eight years. Eight years, their men's basketball team has not, beating, has not beaten Kansas. And that includes um, conference tournaments. So I really think Kansas wins this. But it's going to go down to the wire until Kansas, I think, will take a 10-point charge and win it by 10. Next, I, we have number three seed West Virginia taking on number two seed Texas Tech. Both teams obviously will make the tournament. They are both ranked, but I'm going to go with West Virginia in an upset. I think it's going to be Kansas versus West Virginia in the Big 12 tournament, um, conference championship. The A-10 tournament, VCU versus number one seeded Rhode Island. Now, VCU is 18-14, but why I put this game on here, it's always a good game when Rhode Island and VCU play. 
and <clears throat> out. It's always a good game when VCU and Rhode Island play. And so, with that being said, these the two times that Rhode Island and VCU have played, Rhode Island only won the by one point the first time. Of course, they won by 10 the last time. But it's going to be an interesting game. I got Rhode Island, though, to win this one. And for the SEC tournament, the game to watch out for, number 9 seed Alabama hoping to get a tournament spot. After upsetting Texas A&M by Colin Sexton's layup buzzer beater, they'll take on the number one seed Auburn in the SEC tournament. For once, it is not Kentucky. It is Auburn, who is a very good team and I think could do some damage in the tournament. I think that, you know, with Alabama's team here, I think it's going to be a close one, but I don't think they have what it... Despite Colin Sexton's talent, it's going to be hard to beat a defense that Auburn has, and I think Auburn wins this game. And in the Big East, this series is tied 1-1. to It's number 6 seed Butler, who upset Seton Hall yesterday, and will take on number 2 seed Villanova. I think Villanova wins this. They still haven't forgotten. Butler took their undefeated season away. And although the series is tied 1-1, to Villanova wants to make it 2-1. They want to get Butler, give Butler the revenge they think they deserve. With that being said, Villanova going to a college um, basketball for women now. Turn conference tournaments are already taking place. Most of them were taken care of last week, including Louisville winning the ACC tournament, their first conference tournament title since 1993. Congratulations to them. UConn has won theirs. What a, what a shocker, right? <laughs> now we're going to go to the NFL. A lot of news has been made. First off, Yesterday was crazy because Seattle Seahawks traded defensive end Michael Bennett to the Eagles for fifth-round pick and wide receiver Marcus Johnson. What makes it so weird is that you have a star-quality player and you gave him for a fourth in-depth wide receiver, a guy that wasn't barely getting any playing time. And, you know, as strange as that is, though, I can see why they did it. They said they were going to make some changes, but now that makes the Eagles' defense even more deadly. You talk about Derek Barnett. Now with Fletcher Cox, now you got Michael Bennett in that line. Not to mention that linebacker core for the Eagles is already on a hot, is already hot. So it's going to be interesting to see if the Eagles can go again. Another news for Seattle: there are talks that they will release. They plan on releasing Richard Sherman today. We don't know when, but they said they do have plans on releasing Richard Sherman. Where will he go? No, it's going to be interesting. A lot of teams could use his talent. And, you know, it's crazy because Richard Sherman has played for Seattle his entire NFL career. So this will be a change. Speaking of defensive backs, Aqib Talib was picked up by the Rams, who also picked up Marcus Peter from the Chiefs. So now the Broncos lose Aqib Talib and the Rams have more depth chart. Now you talk about Aqib Talib, you've got Marcus Peters over here, you've got Tremaine Johnson. It's, gonna, it's a very hardcore Rams defense here. And also, don't forget about Aaron Donald. And, you know, the Rams are making changes on defense as well. They got rid of Alec Ogletree. And they've got some spots on defense they like to go and draft. And this is going to be a good draft. I'd like to see what the Rams do in this draft. I think defense is the main focus and also an offensive line. But more draft talk as it gets closer. Kirk Cousins no longer with the Redskins, but four teams are after him. In fact, the four teams need a quarterback in the or were projected to draft a quarterback in the in the NFL draft. It's the Jets, the Cardinals, Vikings, and Broncos. I think the Cardinals have the best chance to have Cousins simply because it's a great environment. It fits Cousins' game style. You know, Cousins isn't, isn't an elite QB, but he's the guy that can help the Cardinals get back to the playoffs. You know, give Larry Fitzgerald one more great year before he retires next year. I. I 
I'm not a big fan of Cousins. I don't think he's an elite. I think he's overrated, but I do think he's a good match in Arizona. And I think the Redskins made a choice, good choice, a good choice getting rid of him. Also, running back Matt Forte retires after 10 years in the league. It's crazy because I grew up with Matt Forte when he played for the Bears, then goes to the Jets. But a couple of injuries, Matt Forte decided it wasn't worth playing anymore, and he was ready to retire and live the rest of his life out, sadly, without football. And as he said, football is like letting, letting football go is like letting your true love go. It's like divorcing your true love. But he says his body couldn't handle it much more, and he knew for his health. He had to retire. So good luck to you, Matt Forte. I can't wait to see what life has in store for you. And finally, to end this show. Man, that's quick. <laughs> in the NBA, the Celtics clinched a playoff spot after a win against the Timberwolves last night. Now, the Celtics are fighting with the Raptors, who also clinched a playoff spot with that win against the Pistons in overtime. Now... The Celtics versus Raptors. Celtics are about behind the Raptors, who are number one. The Celtics are about two games behind. So that's going to be a battle here. Also, one thing to keep out a lookout for is that the Rockets will, the Raptors will be taking on the Rockets this week, and which is another possible NBA's final matchup. I'll get to that soon. Also, in other news, the Rockets clinch a playoff spot as well as the Warriors, both still competing for the number one seed. Rockets lead the Warriors by one game. And it's, that's what makes this Toronto game so important. The Rockets, with a win over Toronto, can keep ahead of the Warriors. Not to mention, they've got a lot going for them. They're on a 15-game winning streak, possibly a 16-game winning streak. And, you know, they've got a great resume going for them right now. Plus, Steph Curry is out for uh, two games after he injured his ankle again. The same ankle that kept him out for two weeks in the beginning of the season. So, it's interesting. I mean... It's, this is interesting. For once, you don't see the Cavaliers and the Warriors on top in the NBA. It's not the same. Old. It's the Rockets, and then you have the Raptors and the Celtics. And not too far behind, as a matter of fact, are the Portland Trailblazers. So it's it's been an interesting NBA season. Now we're going to go and finish off with NBA picks. Rockets versus the Raptors, another possible NBA final matchup. The Rockets and the Celtics playing last week was one possible matchup. This is another one. I'm going to take the Rockets. I really think the Rockets, it's going to be a good game, but I think the Rockets have a bigger depth. When Chris Paul, James Harden, and Clint Capella play in the same game together, the Rockets have only lost one game, and I think that streak continues today. War Wizards versus Pelicans. Two teams fighting to keep a playoff spot right now. I'm going to go with the Pelicans here, simply because, you know, the Wizards, even without John Wall, have been decent. But... You know, Anthony Davis carrying the weight of his shoulders without DeMarcus Cousins has helped the Pelicans out a lot, and I think he continues to give to help them keep to keep them winning, and I think the Pelicans win this one. And finally, the Cavs take on the Clippers. Here's something interesting. A win tonight against the Clippers, plus a win against the Lakers on Sunday, clinches a playoff spot for Cleveland. So I'm gonna take the Cavs. I think I don't think the Clippers have enough depth to keep up with the team the Cavs have. The Cavs have been struggling, but the Clippers have been up and down. No more Blake Griffin as he is with the Detroit Pistons now. I think the Cavs take this one. Well, I hope you enjoyed the show today, and I know it was really short, but it's it's going to be exciting. I mean, conference tournaments, they're looking really good. There have been a lot of upsets, especially in the ACC tournament. So with that being said, I think, I think it's going to be interesting, the NCAA tournament, and I hope to see y'all next week. Because this week, me and Will will not be here. It's due to spring break. I'm going to be in Chicago for a few days, actually. 
and uh, go see a friend who I haven't seen in five years. With that being said, I'm TJ, and this was Real Talk Sports. Glad you enjoyed the show.